Hello, everyone. This is Chris McLaughlin from Stones Crossing Church, and just want to welcome you to the D Group Leader Podcast. This is episode 10, and we are in week three of our discussion on preparing a study. Uh, and so we've already wor- worked through uh, a couple things on preparing a study, but today we're really going to be digging into the idea of how to take the things that we've looked at already and apply them to preparing uh, to do a D group study with a pre-written Bible study, going through a study guide or a DVD curriculum. Now we're going to get into that in just a minute, but first I just want to tell you about two things that are coming up in the life of our church, actually two conferences that we're going to be doing, which is so cool that we are part of a church that does conferences like this. So the first is a marriage conference. You've probably already heard about this at church over the last couple of weeks, but I really want to encourage you to be a part of this. This is a marriage conference called Habits of a Healthy Marriage. It's by a guy named Paul David Tripp. And uh, Paul Tripp, he is a pastor, he is an author, and uh, has really done a great job of looking at how to take the gospel and apply it into very practical areas of our life. And that's what he's going to do here with the with this marriage conference. How does the gospel practically transform our marriages? Now, even if you're single, man, I, I still think this is going to be a great conference for you to go to just to think through um, marriage, the concept of marriage, to think through how that applies to our faith, uh, how it's connected to Christ and the church, all sorts of stuff. But Man, it's going to be so good. So this is mar- uh, the marriage conference is going to be on April 26th and 27th. That's a Friday night, Saturday morning. Child care is provided. It's only 25 bucks. Um, you can just go online to uh, stonescrossing.com and it's right on the homepage. Just click on the banner and I'll take you to the registration page. Now, the second conference that I want to tell you about, I'm even more excited about because we are going to be having a guy out here. Who is who has literally written the book on Christ-centered preaching and teaching? Uh, this is a, a guy named uh, Dr. Brian Chapel, and Brian Chapel he is um, he currently is pastors a church in Illinois, but he was for a long time a, 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 a he's a theologian and a, a, he was a professor and the president of a, of a uh, seminary for a long time, and he. Uh, has written a number of books on how to teach and preach Christ from every passage of scripture. And that's what he's going to be doing with us. He's going to show us some tools on how to do that. You guys, um, I I want to, I, I can't even tell you, um, I, I wish that every single D group leader would be at this, at this session. So this is, this is when it is. It's going to be June 20th, Thursday, June 20th, it's in the evening, okay? So if your group is on Thursday night like mine is, um, I'd say plan to cancel that night and uh, and to be at this session with Dr. Brian Chapel. Uh, it's going to be so good. It's absolutely free to you. We want you to be there. We're going to do everything we can to to uh, to get you there because uh, it's going to be it's going to be that good. Brian Chapel is also going to be doing a a, a conference for for uh, preachers and teachers, and so you are welcome to be. Uh, there for that as well. That's going to be Thursday during the day on the 20th uh, from 9 to 3. And then the second part of it is Friday morning from 9 to noon on June 21st. So, uh, and all of that uh, is only, again, 25 bucks per person. So um, if you can uh, get off work and be at that, 
man, you will just be so enriched by the time that you'll have with him. So um, anyway, mark your calendar for that right now. Registration is open for the conference. Um, and uh, and then for that evening session, it's absolutely free. Child care is provided. And so we'd love for you to just be a part of that. We've been talking about how to prepare a Bible study. And we, we looked at a bunch of rules on like, you know, looking at scripture, uh, how to see the context of it, how to write questions from it, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, there is also uh, this idea that we have to do some prep for pre-written Bible studies, and that's primarily what we do. We have books and study guides and DVD curriculum that we use for our groups, and we're using all of these things. But we can't, as D group leaders, just check out and just let that let the study guide do all the work for us. We certainly don't want to be in the position where we show up to our D group. And we sit down with our group and we're opening that book and that chapter for the first time and seeing it for the first time when we're trying to teach it. We have some prep to do. There's some work to do there. And so this is what I would say is, first of all, all of the same rules that we've looked at over the, the previous two weeks, all those same rules apply. Um, in most of the studies that we have on the approved curriculum list, these are all exegetical studies, meaning they center each each week, each study centers around a particular passage of scripture. And so in your prep, what you want to do is follow the same steps with that passage. You want to, you, we talked about this two weeks ago, pray for understanding of the scripture, get an overview of the book, like understand what, what's going on in the book of Galatians, the book of Genesis, whatever passage that you're working with. Get an overview of the passage itself. Look at the context around that passage and uh, really get an understanding of what's happening in that particular passage. But then you want to ask those tough questions too of the passage. You know, you want to ask, you know, what, what was hard to understand? What words were unfamiliar? Why did the author write it this way? Uh, why did he use a particular word? How does this fit into the book as a whole? You know, we want to ask these questions so that we get a good understanding of what the passage is doing and why, how it is um, really supposed to be teaching us and instructing us. This is critical in our preparation for leading our D group. And I think it's critical for a couple reasons. First and foremost, we want the scripture to teach us not someone else's thoughts on the scripture, okay? Let me say that again. We want the scripture itself to teach us and not someone else's thoughts on the scripture. So the books and studies that, that we've chosen, you know, the reason why we've picked those ones is because, you know, they're written by solid theologians. They're, um, they're, they're right in line with, with what we see as being really good orthodox teaching, but at the same time, they're people. Uh, they are uh, fallible, and they're uh, and you know not every question is going to be just the right question for for us for your group uh, or, or or anything like that. We have to we want to first and foremost allow the Bible to be what is really shaping us, and not you know not Tim Keller's version of <laughs> of what that is. Okay, even though we may love Tim Keller and he may be right on, we want to make sure that we're allowing the Scripture itself to shape us and. All of those people, uh, Tim Keller included, would agree with that, and they would absolutely agree with that. So, um, so that's the first thing. Second, we want people in our group um, who may have questions about the passage 
to we, we, we need to be ready to answer some of those questions for them. So again, you know, we don't have to have all the answers about the passages that we're studying, and we certainly won't have all the answers. Um, I think that we find that pretty quickly once we get going into leading a group. But, you know, we should do the hard work to be prepared, uh, really as prepared as possible and to answer what we can. And I think actually for us as D-group leaders to study the passage that we're, that we're going to be presenting, it actually prepares us uh, pretty well for that. By following those steps, we, we can actually answer most of those questions for them. And so, um, so take the time. Take the time to do that. Uh, so again, those steps. Go back from two weeks ago, from two sessions ago. Um, in session eight, we talk about this. Pray for an understanding of scripture, get an overview of the book, get an overview of the passage, and then ask those tough questions of the passage. You go through those steps every single week. Um, I think that um, that uh, this is absolutely critical for us as we as we're preparing. Okay, so that's the that's the first step of this. The second step, though, it, and this is where we start to um, to get into. Uh, you know, taking our understanding of the passage, the work that we've done there, and we need to actually evaluate the questions that are given to us in these study guides. Now, in every study guide, there are, are questions that are designed for your group to answer. But let's just be honest, not every question is just the right question for your group. So what you need to do is read through those questions carefully and you need to think through a few things. I'm going to give you four things to think through as you're preparing. First, ask yourself, how does this question help to lead to the main point of the passage? So go back to what the passage is about, the work that you've done before on the, on the passage that you're studying. How does this question help to lead your group to the main point of the passage? So the studies that we have on the list should do this very well, um, but we need to do our part in, in really to understand why each question was written and how it helps the group to get to that main point. If we don't understand that as the leader, our group is clearly not going to understand that, okay? Uh, so we need to understand that for every single one of those questions. The second thing that we need to do then is ask ourselves, will we have enough time to actually do this question? Now, <laughs> some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. We uh, may have a group that's going to be a little more talkative at times, right? And we're <laughs> and they're going to uh, want to respond and talk about maybe get off topic or, or uh, things like that. And uh, my group is kind of like that sometimes. My group, uh, they joke around a little bit because they think uh, I'm always trying to rein them in <laughs> from their side conversations. Um, but, but here's the thing is when I'm looking at a study guide, I'm always looking for which questions to cut um, because I know that my group is probably not going to get through seven or eight questions. Uh, they're probably only going to get through three or four. And, um, and so I'm always looking for which questions I'm going to cut. Now, your group may be different. You may get through you know, eight, nine, ten questions, no problem. Um, but we need to have that in mind when we're looking at our study guide. Okay, so the first one was how does this question help, help us to understand the main point of the passage, right? The second one is will we have enough time to actually do this question? The third uh, thing we need to ask ourselves is, is, is there the right balance between observation questions and application questions? Okay, so we need to ask ourselves this question because in our studies, we should have, I think, a fairly equal balance between the two. 
there are questions that we're going to call observation questions where we're looking at the text and people are just making observations from the text. We're working on uh, exegesis, on pulling out what is the text actually saying here. But then there's questions that are working on application. Now that we understand what the text is saying, how does this apply to our life? Now, a lot of times I think we find that some studies try to jump too quickly into application without doing a lot of the, the hard work of observation and exegesis. But we need to actually make sure that we, are, that we have a good balance of both in our, uh, in our studies. And, and, and this is really for a couple of reasons. I think that, number one, we need to have those observation and exegesis questions because, number one, a lot of times those are a lot safer questions for people to answer. Um, it gives people a chance to answer stuff in a more general way, in a more um, – uh, you know, more uh, kind of a thoughtful way uh, rather than applying it to their life, which in some ways can be a lot scarier in a group situation. So I think giving them the opportunity to just interact with the text sometimes helps them to get to the place where they can uh, actually open up more with the application questions. The other thing about having a, a good amount of observation questions too is that it's actually teaching your group how to study the Bible. <laughs> and, uh, and this is key. Uh, if we are asking these, these same sorts of questions of observation week after week, we're actually teaching them how to interact with the text, how to ask questions of the text, how to answer those questions. Um, and this is huge. This is where really, really what we want to do. This is, this is teaching our group to fish rather than just giving them the fish, right? <laughs> and so um, it, this is a hugely important thing for us. So again, Ask yourself, is there the right balance between those observation questions and application questions? The fourth thing is and – and the final thing is, is really very personal to your group and it's how will this question land on my D group? You see, every group is different. Uh, some are going to be more talkative. Some are going to have more spiritual maturity than others. Some are going to have more Bible knowledge than others. So, so every question that is written in there, you know, most of these study guides, they're just trying to hit – the most amount of people that they possibly can. So what we need to do is evaluate those questions. We need to ask ourselves with every single question, take into consideration what our group really needs. So I think we can ask questions like, will they understand this question? Or um, do they need a question that maybe is a little more challenging than this, or maybe a little less challenging than this? Uh, and so we can rewrite the question a little bit to help to adjust it to what our group needs. We can ask ourselves, you know, will, will, will my group see how this question leads to the main point of the passage um, to really follow a logical progression through the, through the study and the discussion? You know, we need to ask ourselves these questions. And I think then what we can do is go back and we can actually rewrite those questions in order to adjust it to what our group needs. That's okay to do. We can do that. Um, so again, this takes time. All of this takes time to – to, to really study the passage, uh, look at what's being taught, ask ourselves all of these, uh, these things about the questions that are being asked and to adjust them for what our group needs. Typically, when I'm doing a study, I, I like to leave two or three hours for me to prep for this. And, you know, this is not uh, – you know, it, it may be different for everybody on this, but I would say you want to leave yourself a good chunk of time 
for preparing for your study every single week. And then follow through on these steps. Walk through that every week. Um, I think that this way you will be the most prepared for leading your study and especially from a pre-written Bible study. Well, next time on the D Group Leader Podcast, we are going to be looking at working out our teaching goals. This is going to be the fourth and final installment on preparing a study. And it's really looking at, at the, the, the goals of what we're trying to accomplish week to week with our group. And um, this is so key for us. So I hope that you will join us next week on the D Group Leader Podcast. Mm-hmm.